the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jeremy House in Washington. Americans are cleaning up uh, charred and glass-strewn streets after another night of unrest fueled by rage over the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis. Meanwhile, Minnesota Governor Tim Waltz says Floyd's siblings, as well as elected officials, have asked for him to appoint Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison as a special prosecutor to investigate the death. It is out there. It is being considered. It would be uh, it would be incredibly negligent in the environment that we're in for me not to make sure we're exploring every option. The chaos this past week has destroyed businesses, damaged landmarks, and raised tensions across a divided nation. Also on SRNews.com, the coronavirus pandemic has created a staggering child care crisis that threatens to undermine the tentative reopening of the U.S. economy, forcing many parents to choose between work and looking after their children. This is SRN News. This is Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities. During times of crisis, this radio station will continue to be a reliable source of news and information. We take this very seriously and ask that you continue to stand behind not only our station by listening every day, but by continuing to do business with our local marketing partners. It's because of their support that we can be a beacon of strength when our culture needs it the most. Visit this station's website to learn more or call us at 651-405-8800. As small businesses start to open back up in Minnesota, is your marketing plan effective and optimized with a message that's timely and targeted to the customers who need your product or service? Well, we're here to help with a free evaluation of your marketing message and a plan to help you thrive. All you got to do is visit surroundmsp.com. Just past 2 o'clock on the Sunday, let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. We got mostly sunny and a high of 75. We got Hour 2, Brad Carlson Show, Northern Alliance Radio Network starting right now. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast, we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. and we are here to take your phone calls at six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. You can also weigh in via Twitter. It's hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow us at Facebook, feel free to do so. Just go to Facebook.com. Do we search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network? And it'll bring you right to our site. You can ask questions, leave comments there as well. Uh, we do have another guest on the line. Before we get to our next guest, we do want to take a call that was holding over from last segment. Uh, Tim from St. Paul is calling in. Tim, appreciate your patience. You are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Yeah, yeah. thank you for taking my call. Uh, the, the thing for me I just want to share with you is that I've lived in several cities in the United States, and, and there are police officers like this this man who murdered Mr. Floyd all over the country. They're not the majority of the police officers, but they're sure. they're there, and they're bullies just by nature. They should never have been police officers. But there are also people in the community who, who are bullies, too. And and part of the issue is that parents in public schools need to teach civility. I, I grew up in Northern Ireland, and, and I was fortunate to go to a parochial school where the nuns told me, you've you got to show some empathy for people who are who are coming from a different direction than you, and then, then you will come to some level of ability to... Uh, 
hear their voices, and then then there'll be solutions. So I just want to share that with you. Thank you. Tim, appreciate the uh, phone call. Thank you for your uh, comments as well. Appreciate it. Uh, We do want to continue, obviously, talking about the uh, George Floyd saga and its aftermath. And, you know, as we talked with uh, Kyle Hooten last hour, uh, a lot of the uh, situation surrounding the George Floyd uh, killing at the hands of Minneapolis police has been uh, drowned out by the riots that have taken place in Minneapolis over the past four nights. But it is a part of the story. You can't deny it. And another uh, journalist who was in the midst of all of it is Julio Rosas. Julio is part of uh, Town Hall, part of our Salem Media Group family. You can check out their fine work at townhall.com. Julio has also shot some uh, video footage, YouTube uh, clips and what have you. And you can also follow him on Twitter. He's a great follow, too. I've been following him for a while. Julio underscore Rosas 11 is where you can find him at Twitter. Uh, Julio Rosas, uh, thank you for joining the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Appreciate it, sir. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, before we get into what you experienced being out there in the midst of the chaos, Julio, uh, how are you feeling? I, I ask that because you posted a, a pretty graphic picture of you in the middle of the fray getting hit with a non-lethal rubber bullet. Uh, again, thankfully non-lethal, but left a pretty nasty-looking uh, uh, injury on your ribcage area. How are you feeling this morning? Uh, so that happened Friday, uh, Friday evening, right, right around eight o'clock and, uh, got checked out of the hospital no internal damage. So it's just going to be sore for quite some time. Um, it is unfortunate that it happened because I was actually not in the middle of, of the crowd. I was actually off to the side, uh, on the sidewalk as the two sides were, were engaging with each other. And so apparently, um, yeah, you know, I had my press credentials on. I was clearly not throwing anything, and uh, unfortunately, uh, an officer probably just thought I was getting too close, and he turned and then uh, popped <laughs> popped around off at me. And so, uh, it does hurt, uh, but it could have been worse if it hit anywhere else. And so, I'm just glad that uh, nothing more serious has has, uh, has come of it. Yeah, that that part is definitely good news. Definitely no internal damage, and and obviously, you know. Journalism, it's a very important aspect of the story, you know, covering the story, bringing the information to the uh, uh, to the news consumers. Uh, were you in the area or, on, or even in Minneapolis at the time? Obviously, we saw a very disturbing scene where uh, Omar Jimenez, CNN reporter, actually was taken under arrest while he was broadcasting on the air as well as his team and I think was in, in jail overnight. I mean, these are the things you don't normally think about, but it actually happened. I mean... Was it that chaotic and, and, and confusing out there? I mean, were you on the ground at that point, Julio Rosas? So that happened. So that that, that happened Friday morning, uh, early Friday morning, and that was around the third precinct area. So I was at the third precinct station uh, up until midnight on, on Thursday. So you know, on uh, no, sorry, yeah. So Thursday going into Friday, and so that's when the uh, the Minneapolis police abandoned that precinct station. Uh, because they they were in danger of being trapped inside, and you have to you have to. And the reason why that's not a good situation for them to be in is because the rioters were trying to burn down the building uh, with the officers inside. And so, um, unfortunately, clearly no reinforcements came uh, to that area. So the decision was made to to evacuate. And so, it's a very chaotic situation uh, for sure. The uh, from Thursday and Friday. And even a little bit uh, late last night, uh, or early early last night, uh, and so it, it has been just complete uh, and total anarchy is is really the only way I could describe it. Up until uh, around nine o'clock yesterday, when there appears to finally be enough manpower uh, to enforce the curfew, because uh, I was at the fifth precinct station uh, yesterday, and people were out past uh, that curfew near the intersection. And but they the riot police came out in full force, and after about an hour and a half or so of people going back and forth with uh, with the riot police, they seemed the vast majority of them went home. So what what was the time like for you? Obviously, like everybody else, literally across the world, we had seen the horrific video of, of the Minneapolis police officer with his knee on George Floyd's neck, and and. Anybody who watched the entire 10-minute video, very disturbing, where you saw the life leave George Floyd's body, and uh, obviously the reaction to it was pretty swift in this day and age of social media. So 
Uh, I guess I want to ask, once you learned of that particular story, uh, were you dispatched to come to Minneapolis to cover that aspect of it, or was it until after uh, some serious looting and rioting took place uh, where you were you asked to come here? What was the, kind of the timeline behind that, uh, Julio Rosas? So it, it was pretty. It was pretty interesting. I I did expect because obviously that that video that was posted is, is very tragic. Because yes, it appears that there definitely needs to be a full investigation on on how uh, George Floyd died. Because it does appear that the the officer was by putting his uh, knee on his neck. What was the cause of that? So once that video came out, I, I did expect some protests to 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 come out of it. Um, but I was I was shocked at how fast it occurred because. I, at the time, I was thinking, well, people are still probably still concerned about the coronavirus, uh, and they probably don't want to congregate in such big groups. But at the same time, now we have we're, we're basically going into like this third month of like this lockdown mm-hmm. since things started shutting down in March, right? So yeah. the weather is getting warmer. People uh, have been upset at at uh, losing their jobs. You know, this economic uncertainty. So now you have a lot more people with a lot more time on their hands uh, since maybe they're not working and they want to get out of the house and they want to enjoy the nice weather. And so they, for some, I can see them seeing how protesting against uh, the, against this incident would seem to be a good use of their time. Unfortunately, uh, m- many more people saw it as an opportunity to, to uh, partake in rioting and looting. Yeah, it uh, it, it definitely uh, uh, escalated very quickly. I mean, there were, to a certain extent, I remember Tuesday evening, it, and I made mention this a couple times on the show now. Tuesday evening, uh, when the video people first had seen the video footage, and then word came out that the four police officers were arrested, it was actually a very peaceful protest of people of all classes, political backgrounds, races, right outside the Cup Foods where where George Floyd lost his life, and. And in a way, it was it was a poignant moment in time because wow, people are coming together. They understand uh, the anguish, even if they haven't experienced it themselves. And I thought it was a very unifying moment. And then it just took a few Tuesday evening to barrage the the pre the third precinct before the real damage took place. Initially, it was just damaging cop cars, and then it escalated for nights on after that. Uh, I want to get to Friday uh, Friday's incident because obviously that was probably. The, the the most violent and uh, most uh, chaotic because there was a National Guard presence there initially because of the 8 p.m. curfew, and obviously there was going to be uh, at least hopefully somewhat of a police presence, a presence. And then all of a sudden the National Guard was just gone. At what point, Julio, did you notice that the National Guard stood down and that there was going to be no police response? Because once that was ascertained, it just was uh, it was literally uncontrollable. Yes. So the everything started to spiral out of control because the crowd had been gathered at different parts around the perimeter that they had set up around the area of the third precinct. So the, it it got out of hand when law enforcement, because the perimeter was made up of state police and, and the National Guard, as, as you were talking about. And this, uh, I believe it was the state police who, who informed the crowd that if they weren't going to leave the area within 10 minutes, then they're going to start being in violation of that curfew. And that's what set them off. So that's when they that's when they started throwing uh, bottles, rocks, uh, jugs, uh, just all sorts of stuff at, at at the at the perimeter. And that's when that and then that's when law enforcement responded with with tear gas and rubber bullets, as I can attest to. Um, mm-hmm. And so, but as as they were firing, they were then pulling back completely, and they just completely left the area of the third precinct. And naturally, the crowd was following them, trying to continue to throw stuff the the law enforcement and national guardsmen kind of covered their retreat with with tear gas and so there there was kind of a five minute lull of people waiting for the tear gas to clear and once the tear gas had cleared it, it, there was just no sign of uh of of that presence anymore and so it was just like the previous night where people were just doing whatever they want in that area uh it, it appears that the reason one of the reasons why they 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 left they abandoned the perimeter that they had set up is because they needed to reinforce the fifth precinct. And so uh, that kind of goes back to what I was saying that maybe there wasn't enough manpower uh, on, on Friday. And so, it, it, so they were kind of, they were trying to play catch up to, to uh, the rioters because the, the post office near the precinct, uh, the fifth precinct was burned down a gas station was burned. Um, and, and then they were eventually able to kind of quash it and prevent 
the fifth precinct from burning down by bringing in more people into that area. Uh, and so that that's kind of what we saw on, on Friday night, unfortunately. I Did you get an opportunity to uh, actually talk to any of the protesters? I, I, I'm assuming even if you did, none of them would have wanted to go on the record with their names or anything. But the reason I asked that is because I saw some video, I think you had posted, where some Black Lives Matter leaders were wanting to have an effective demonstration, just a demonstration, no looting, no rioting, no violence, just obviously this group had been started for a number of years ago because of the seemingly uh, racial injustice suffered in the black community at the hands of, of police, and yet it was still hijacked by these uh, bad elements. So uh, bouncing off that, Julio Rosas, did you get an opportunity to actually talk to some of the protesters off the record to kind of uh, get what they were conveying? And and because I, I would imagine a good number of them were frustrated that once again their very positive movement, a movement that was for legitimate change or genuine that wanted genuine change, was was just uh, completely undermined. Yes. So uh, I wasn't able to talk to some of them, but I, w- I was able to see some of the protests. It, the, the situation completely changes when it's daytime versus nighttime. Sure. Uh, the the um, I was able to witness firsthand, actually, multiple times throughout the day on Thursday uh, when the precinct was still uh, <laughs> when the precinct wasn't burned. Uh, Black Lives Matter protesters, some of them were trying to prevent um, uh rioters essentially from engage from trying to engage with the police they they were trying to they were repeatedly having to step in to prevent them from trying to continue to throw stuff uh, at the officers uh and so those protesters the peaceful ones they left once it started to become dark and it, it became clear that more and more mm-hmm. people that were showing up at in the evening time were were not there for for peaceful intentions and so that's why that's one of the reasons why things got out of hand because the people that were there previously to kind of prevent uh, escalation from occurring, they, they, they realized that they were outnumbered, and, and for their own safety, they had to leave. Once again, we've been joined by Julio Rosas. He can be found at townhall.com. Find his writings there again. You can follow him on Twitter as well. I've been following him for a number of months now. Julio underscore Rosas 11 is his Twitter handle. You can follow him there. Uh, Julio, uh, we, we do appreciate your time uh, today. Is there any other place that uh, people can find your fine work? Like I said, I mentioned townhall.com and on Twitter. Any place else anybody can uh, uh, follow your work? Because we appreciate everything that you've done. Uh, sorry you were subjected to this, but obviously it's part of the story. We get that. Uh, anywhere else that people could uh, perhaps follow you along? Uh, no, no. There's, there's, there's those two places. I, I appreciate it. Okay. Well, Julio, uh, thank you so much. Uh, glad that you were able to uh, get through this. Uh, I can't say unscathed, uh, given that nasty little wound you suffered, but uh, we hope that you're feeling better in the coming days and just thankful that you didn't suffer, like you said, any internal injuries. Appreciate uh, uh, your time with us today and everything that you uh, went through this uh, past week. And uh, as I say, stay safe out there. Thanks for the time, sir. Thank you. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, Going to take a quick break. Back with a, another segment coming up on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Are you like most of us stuck at home these days? You know who else might be at home with you? Rodents. G'day. I'm Scott from Plug In Pest Free. The last thing you want right now are rodents eating your stash of toilet paper or nibbling away at your bottles of hand sanitizer. But honestly, these are unwanted guests freeloading on your food and supplies while they risk spreading further disease in your home. Baits on old-fashioned traps only invites them in when you really should be trying to keep them out. So how do you keep them out? With Plug-In Pest-Free. Plug-In Pest-Free plugs into any electrical outlet to set up a no-go zone by utilizing the electrical wiring in your home, the most humane way of getting rid of your unwanted intruders. Now that's fair income. Look us up at gopestfree.com today. Use promo code RADIO20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code RADIO20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. 
Let's welcome Jeremy Camp. Hope comes home with I Still Believe. You can download it now at WatchSalemMedia.com. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine comes the uplifting true life story of Christian music megastar Jeremy Camp. I'm supposed to be with her. I can't explain it. I just know that. Jeremy's hope and faith are put to the test when tragedy strikes. You're going to be healed. What if I'm not supposed to be healed? I Still Believe is an incredible story of musical stardom, the heights of love, the depths of loss, and the healing power of the human spirit. One love can change your life. You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. Witness the true story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Starring K.J. Appa, Britt Robertson, Gary Sinise, and Shania Twain. Own I Still Believe on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital now from Lionsgate at WatchSalemMedia.com. That's WatchSalemMedia.com. Your potential customers are at home right now. Are you there with them? In these uncertain times, the investment you made in digital marketing is really paying off. Thanks to Salem Surround, you're on page one of the search engines. Your online reputation is five-star. Your digital presence is accurate, and you're everywhere. Oh, wait, you're not? You don't have an effective digital marketing strategy? It's not too late. Contact Salem Surround for help. We deliver prescriptive marketing solutions to communicate with your current and future customers that not only meet your needs, but exceed your expectations. Salem Surround can help you with digital marketing during these difficult times and beyond. Total market saturation with increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. This is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. Here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. And thanks to our guests, uh, Kyle Hooten and Julio Rostas, who were in the midst of the chaos. I mean, I know it's their job, but my goodness. Um, that, that, that was some serious dedication. I've seen some of the video footage, both gentlemen posted and yeah, that, uh, you trying to do your job while avoiding yeah. the perils is, uh, yeah, that, 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 that took a, that was a quite a balancing act. Is and what and you know, who do, also deserves a lot of credit just because you don't expect it to come from this particular individual, Mike Max with CCO, man, he was out in the field talking yes. to just about anybody. He was right in the line of fire. He even got uh, tear gassed a couple times. Here's the guy that sits behind the sports desk most nights, and he's out there getting some of the best shots and best information out of any other reporter on the ground in the Twin Cities during all of this. Yeah, and there's no sports going on, so he had he had to do something, right, to uh, <laughs> yeah to earn his keep at uh, WCCO. But no, in all seriousness, I like Mike. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, someone said, uh, maybe they, we should make that kind of a regular thing where Mike Max just drives amongst the protesters and asks them who they are and where they're from. He know? was incredible. <laughs> he, he really was. Yeah. Um, he I don't was, know what, yeah. ex- I don't know what reporting experience Mike Max has, um, especially cause he was under the wing of Mark Rosen for several years at CCO, but man, he, I, I don't know. He might have a future in just being a, a field reporter. He was just fantastic all weekend long. And it was really cool to see also, there were people that were congregating around him too and like hey it's the sports guy hey look at him and like there when he was on it was actually a a a lighter moment just because he was being recognized by so many other people and it it just allowed you to step back from all the chaos for a second and actually smile for two seconds and all this chaos and and yeah and and the thing we've talked about is how a lot of what has ensued in the aftermath has just um buried what was a very tragic situation in an innocent man being killed. And um, it seems to me some people are working overtime to try to find uh, the uh, issues that George Floyd may have had in his life, kind of like what they were doing to Ahmaud Arbery, you know, because Ahmaud Arbery had gotten uh, arrested for some misdemeanors. Um, 
that they, that was just serving to muddy up the waters. You know, Ahmad Arbery, of course, killed by uh, a white guy in Georgia, was pursued by a father and son. We've gone over that story a few weeks now. And I, I'm not, I, you know what? I, I'm all for waiting for the facts to come out and everything else. Uh, I'm all for that due process, but I'm not real interested in people denigrating the man's life. Did, do you all realize this is how Black Lives Matter got started? Back in 2012, when Trayvon Martin was killed by George Zimmerman, just because he was walking around in a neighborhood with a hoodie on. And George Zimmerman thought he looked suspicious. And because you know, he's a young black kid, and apparently young black kids didn't walk around that neighborhood. And so George Zimmerman approached him, and we'll never know, really know what happened, but the forensic evidence gleaned that there was a struggle, and Trayvon Martin was ultimately shot and killed. Now, the problem with that one is they tried to charge George Zimmerman with second-degree murder, which you weren't going to be able to prove. So that that was the issue there. So to say that, well, George Zimmerman got away with it, well, yeah, he wasn't sent to jail, but it was because that's a very high threshold. You have to to prove second-degree murder without a, beyond a reasonable doubt, and they weren't able to do that. But my point is that the same thing was happening to Trayvon Martin. People were posting pictures of him engaging in you know, some shady activities, nefarious activities, like, like smoking dope, okay? Which, again, I don't really understand what that had to do with him being killed when he shouldn't have, a unar- young, unarmed black man. So that's how the whole Black Lives Matter movement got started. And yet we seem to be continuing to go down that same path. Now, the, is, if, is, if it's relevant to the case, okay, that's one thing. But an Ahmaud, Ahmaud Arbery's case, just out for a jog, was completely unarmed, was, didn't steal from that construction site like had been alleged. And yet these guys tried to falsely imprison him what they were going to do, I don't know. And they ends up getting shot dead. So th- this this shouldn't be happening. And George Floyd's family has also come out and said, look, George would be heartbroken if this is how he- people were reacting to this awful incident. This is not a way to honor his memory. We heard the Atlanta mayor say the very same thing. This isn't a way to honor his memory. And I bring all this up because people were up in arms over a tweet that President Trump put out where he said these thugs are dishonoring the memory of George Floyd. And they were saying, um, we say, wow, thugs, he's referring to black people. No, there were plenty of lily white hipsters, i.e. Antifa. In fact, the vast majority of them were probably Antifa causing this chaos. They're thugs. Sorry. It had nothing to do with race. Antifa is a bunch of thugs. And they're comprised... uh, mostly of lily white hipsters, like I said. So we have that. So the president put out a tweet, these thugs are dishonoring the memory of George Floyd. I won't let that happen. I just spoke to Governor Walls and told him the military is with him all the way. Any difficulty, and we will assume control. But when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Thank you. I love how he ends that tweet. Thank you. Well, I'll, I'll concede that saying things like when the looting starts, the shooting starts, that's not necessary. And especially for a sitting president, shouldn't happen. He should. It's don't say stuff like that. President Trump probably is going to lose re-election with stuff like this. I'm not saying he's a shoe in to lose re-election, but when he says stuff like this, people have had enough. And people were contrasting a tweet he said four weeks earlier, uh, talking about uh, people pr- protesting at the Capitol. He says the governor of Michigan should give a little and put out the fire. These are very good people, but they are angry. They want their lives back again safely. See them, talk to them, make a deal. And he's like, oh, okay, so the white people who are protesting that they can't get hair and nails done, they're very good people. But black people protesting police brutality, well, they're thugs. And it's a false equivalency. Not defending the president's tweet on saying when the looting starts, the shooting starts. But the word thugs applied to anybody who is causing rioting and looting and not really caring much about how that hurts the very community that they're in and that it doesn't honor George Floyd's memory. Okay? The mayor, the black mayor of Atlanta had said that very thing. That's not honoring George Floyd's memory. And if you're just causing this kind of rioting and looting, go home. 
But the point is, is that the people who were protesting at the Michigan Capitol, people were hung up. Well, they were open carrying guns. Well, there was no violence. There was no looting, no injuries. And guess what? You are allowed to carry a gun in the Michigan State Capitol. You can carry one in the Minnesota State Capitol if, if you have the proper permits. Okay? That's allowed to carry a firearm. Does it look threatening? Yeah, I wouldn't open carry. That's not my thing, and I and I, I would advise anybody that goes to a protest, it's not productive, openly carrying your firearm. It's just not. But to say that that is, this is just a false equivalency, because it is different. There was legitimate violence, riots, and looting in Minneapolis while there was not in Michigan. So you can justify or not excuse what happened in Minneapolis, but to say that it was as bad or worse in Michigan is not accurate. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Hashtag Narn Show if you'd like to weigh in by Twitter. Hashtag NARN Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment. Go nowhere. Whoa. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, School is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. I come from the doctor's clinic this morning, 28 staples out of my knee, and I am not taking painkillers. Why? Because I don't need to. I'm taking Relief Factor. Yes, it's a triple dose, but it doesn't have any negative side effects. And I am doing just fine. Thank you very much. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com. And then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. That's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Go right now. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. This is your opportunity to be the next success story. Are you tired of all the garbage that Hollywood puts out? Why not redeem the time you're spending at home with your family and watch something that affirms our American values? For a limited time, you can purchase No Safe Spaces, Starring Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com to stream the number one political documentary of 2019. Free speech is under attack now more than ever. Politicians on the left are threatening to permanently shut down churches and synagogues. And we can't even open a debate about when we return to work. There is no more important time to watch No Safe Spaces. The movie that the hard left does not want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use the code SAVE25 to get 25% off your purchase. That's SAVE25. This offer is only available for a limited time. Send the message to Hollywood that you support movies that support your values. Go to nosafespaces.com today. AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like the Liberty Bell and its crack. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. Hashtag N-A-R-N show for any comments or questions. Do have a couple of calls uh, on the line that we want to get to quickly. We'll start with John from Minneapolis. Hey, John, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go ahead. Hey, Brad. Say the last thing you were talking about, you know, uh, uh, the riots and stuff. You know, um, and Antifa and stuff. 
back in 77, I think it was, New York had this big, big riot. And, and so they appointed this Blue Ribbon Commission to study the whole thing and figure out what happened, why, and all that stuff. And they found out that what happens is there's always, you know, the good element of protesters who are out, you know, legitimately saying, I want to protest this thing. But then what happens is you have this element, and it's just like a like a lamprey waiting for the opportunity to suck off the the situation, you know. And they're they're agitating for the riot to go violent and for there to be vandalizing and so they can loot. And that is an element in almost every riot that happens. When you know, when oh, you sure. have no matter how peaceful you start out, it's very possible you're going to collect along the way these bad seeds. But I wanted to talk to you about, the, you know, the police. I grew up with the police. Um, I'm 65. I, back in the 70s, I, I, uh, I worked at the uh, city county courthouse and stuff. I worked in the jail. I worked in virtually every department. And I, I know these cops, and I know how they are and all that stuff. And as I was telling Jason, you know, before the cops are going to change, society has to change. Right. The media has to change. You know, liberals have to open up their mind. You know, there are more problems than just the police. The police are the reason that they circle around the wagons, you know, circle the wagons and stuff is because, you know, Look at every time one of these situations happens, the media jumps on it. They show it over and over again, trying to stoke. Now, okay, John, I apologize. We only have a we only have a couple minutes this segment, so we'll have to let you go because we got a couple other calls we're going to get to. We appreciate the call. Sorry, John, I would love to love to hear more, but we have to get to some other callers. We appreciate the time. Want to get to Dan from Invergrove Heights before we get to our uh, next guest. Hey, Dan, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, well, you know, I think that certainly at the point by which the invaders, uh, by which the rioters invaded and, and breached the third police precinct, the the uh, the police officers should have been given the uh, authority to use live ammo rather than have to um, uh, leave the their their own uh, command and control center. I, I don't understand why that authority was not was not given at all. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Dan. Now, that was a that was a thing. No one would really own up to who called the National Guard back, who told them to stand down. The, the uh, Mitch, uh, my colleague Mitch Berg, who's heard every Saturday one to three, he had gotten a tip Friday that uh, police officers who were typically in the third precinct were told to stand down and stay at a different precinct, the fourth or fifth. I'm not sure which, and they were yeah, they were pretty perturbed. Because obviously they want to do what they can to protect their city, and they weren't allowed to. So, yeah, it was just a bungling of leadership uh, Friday night. And as I've said several times on the show, it was a bizarre world to hear our local media just light up elected officials, local elected officials like Mayor Jacob Fry of Minneapolis and Governor Tim Walls. So, uh, anyways, want to take a pivot? Hey, did you hear? Uh, we're still in the midst of a coronavirus pandemic that amazingly got lost. Over this past week, you didn't think much could knock that off the front page, but what happened here this past week certainly did. But it is still very important, still very vital that you you know, wear wear your face mask, socially distance, all of the protocols recommended by the uh, CDC. And interesting uh, bit of information that I, that I learned is uh, from our next guest, our technology wonk, Greg Scott, is a thing called contact tracing apps, where basically you can log all of your contacts. Uh, over a time, and if you get coronavirus, then you can backtrack to whomever you may have been in contact with, and then those people can be given the proper precautions uh, in the event that they may have uh, contracted the illness as well. Uh, Greg Scott, always a pleasure to have you on the broadcast. First and foremost, how are you today, sir? Oh, I'm I'm doing great. It's you know it's just it's been quiet out near where I live. I have not, I have not been in the middle of any riots or anything like that. I, I'm I'm grateful. Yeah, yeah, same here. I mean, we are living in Otter Ring suburb, and, uh, you know, we don't have quite the issues up here. And it's, you know, one of the many reasons we live 
where we live, but it doesn't mean our hearts uh, aren't with those who uh, were not so fortunate to oh, uh, get absolutely. out unscathed. That's for sure. yeah, that's for sure. Well, Greg, I appreciate you joining us. Like I say, um, we, t- we talked a little bit about it. Contract uh, uh, contact tracing apps sounds like an app you can put on your phone and log all of the contacts that uh, all the people with whom you were in contact in the event you get coronavirus. Then, like I say, they can go back to those folks and give them the proper yeah. precautions. Um, a lot of concerns There's over this, of... and I know one you'll address. Uh, Big Brother is always watching us. Um, this is something that seems <laughs> yep. ripe for uh, harvesting more of our personal information, Greg Scott. Yep, it, it is, and it could be if, 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 if it's done wrong. Contact tracing itself isn't anything new. We, we, they did contact, I, I do it too, contract, contact tracing. They mm-hmm. did that as far back. They did that as far back as the 1600s when, um, when uh, that one terrible outbreak was uh, swept through Europe. It, it, today we have technology that, let, uh, that can uh, that has the potential to let us do it better and easier, but it has a huge potential for abuse, as, as uh, anybody can imagine. The idea is I put this software on my on my smartphone. And there's a bunch of different solutions to this, but it, it knows everywhere I go and it knows everybody I come in contact with. So if I get sick, if I get sick, we can warn all the people real quick. Or if somebody I come in contact gets sick, they can somebody can warn me real really fast. That's the idea, and it sounds it sounds um, it sounds really cool and everything. What could possibly go wrong with an app that tracks everybody I come in contact with? Can you imagine anybody ever abusing such information? Well, and you made the point, too, at your your fine website. By the way, check it out, dgregscott.com is his website. You made the point, well, you know, Greg, you know, we're constantly talking about all of our lives, whether it be on on Facebook or, you know, whenever we're um, driving somewhere, we use uh, uh, use, uh, Google uh, GPS where they'll tell us where to turn and everywhere. So they know all about where we're going anyhow, but there is a distinction you made with this, uh, Greg Scott. Tell us about it. There is. Yeah, what's the difference? The difference is I choose to share what I want to share on Facebook, and I mm-hmm. choose to let Google Maps know everywhere I go in, in return for the for the free, well, for the not free, but the turn-by-turn directions that I don't pay sure. any extra money for. There right. ain't no such thing as free. There's always a price. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not always money. And and so I, but I make I make those choices, and I and I like to think I make I make um, informed choices, and so I give up I I I share some information in return for getting some information, contact tracing. There's a couple if if I put this black box piece of software on my phone and it gathers up all this stuff about me, how do I know how do I know who uses this information? How do I know? where it goes how do i know if this is not going to come back to bite me somehow badly how do i know how do i know the people funding this app aren't going to sell it to marketing companies who can sell me stuff depending on where i happen to be or or build a big profile about me and 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 things like that so there's a i don't want to install another black box piece of software on my cell phone and so Mike, Mike Purcell, I, I did not originate this idea, but I adopted it because it just makes so much common sense. Uh, Mike Purcell is the, is the chief security architect at a software company named Red Hat. And Mike did his blog post advocating open source, and he had a bunch of design ideas too. And that resonated with me. Open, open source is the way to make this stuff work. And to give us the good stuff we want out of it with uh, with uh, proper safeguards so that none of the bad stuff happens. And as soon as we say the word open source, a lot of people probably freak out because it's a technology sure. word. And mm-hmm. people get freaked out when they hear technology words. I, I, if, if, uh, if, if a guy like me, if, a, if an IT person, if I say the sky is blue, somebody somewhere is going to say, Greg, you're too technical. Dumb it down for us. Right, right. It's the most frustrating thing in the world. Sure. So, well, probably for both sides. So, overcome your prejudice of talking to a person who does technology for a living for just for a few minutes. Open source means just just exactly what the words say. the The source code is available to anybody. Think of a forget computers for a minute. Think of a car engine. So we all drive. Everybody knows what cars are. And every everybody every every grown up drives drives an automobile. Every car manufacturer 
has a proprietary way that they build car engines. Car engines all do the same stuff. They make this car move, but there's a bazillion and one different ways to build car engines to make cars move. And a lot of those design decisions are, are put together by secret committees of engineers and, and run through a testing procedure and so on and so on and so on. And that way Ford and Chevy and Toyota and Honda and everybody else can have their engines at the end. Well, what if <clears throat> this is radical? You're going to think, Greg, you're, you're talking like a 1960s hippie here. But just what if there was a group of people who took on designing the ultimate car engine and they opened up the specs to the whole world? Anybody anywhere with an interest could feed patches and, and new ideas and bug fixes to these specs, and the owner of that, of that ultimate car engine could incorporate all that information and then, and then release new versions back out to the community. And we would set up this whole iterative process where we continuously improve it, improve, 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 <clears throat> send in a bunch of specs, send out a new model, get a bunch more feedback, send back more specs, send, back, send a new model, and just, and just keep doing this process of continuous improvement over time, you'd have a pretty good car engine by the time you got done, don't you think? I would think so, yeah. Good. Yeah, harness the talent of the whole world instead of four or five engineers holed up in a conference room somewhere and keep, that, and keep harnessing that community talent over time, forever. So it's a continuous process that never ends. And that's how open source works. Okay. We like to say we uh, in that world we like to say it, it's free as in uh, free not as in beer but as in freedom to choose, right? And so yeah, and so in the software world there's this huge open source movement that does the same thing, and this is um, this is where a lot of stuff goes down that most of the public doesn't realize. But if you've ever have you ever made a phone call in your whole life have you ever made a phone call? Probably. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Ever, ever turned on a light switch? Ever, ever, um, yeah, of course. Ever bought anything over the internet? Any, any of the modern stuff that we do today, pretty much anything that we take for granted, there's an open source piece of software in a server somewhere in a cloud someplace that, that makes all of it work. Mm. So we, we all use open source software every day. We always, we interact with it every day. So the, <clears throat> the idea is, make this contact tracing stuff open source and only in, in fact demand that it that it that it come from an open source initiative and that's the only stuff we install on our phone and so what we do is we oh go ahead well, I was just going to say, uh, Greg, we need, we're up against a break. If you can hold for one more segment, one oh, short segment, we, sure. can, uh, we can finish this up. Yeah, again, our uh, technology wonk. Uh, embrace it, Greg. You're our technology wonk in the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, <laughs> D. Greg Scott. That's dgregscott.com is his website. You can see all of his fine writings and uh, other links there as well. Also get access to his books, Bullseye Breach and Virus Bomb. And uh, we'll be back with one final segment on the broadcast to continue to talk to Greg. Again, contact tracing apps is kind of the subject we're referring to in this era of COVID-19. Yeah, there's still a pandemic going on, despite what you may have heard uh, this past week. One final segment coming up on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. AM1280, The Patriot. I can't believe we have to make this commercial. It's ridiculous. You'll think it's ridiculous, too. Listen to this. This commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic events. Ridiculous, right? It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior. So now there's a shortage of refs here in Minnesota. In almost all sports. No officials means no more games. Is that what you want for us? Come on, parents. It's time to grow up. Cheer for your team. Be proud of your children. But stop being so ridiculous. And don't make us run another commercial. Because we will. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship. We're here with another satisfied JTR Roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. 
Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that we're offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Let's welcome Jeremy Camp. Hope comes home with I Still Believe. You can download it now at WatchSalemMedia.com. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine comes the uplifting true life story of Christian music megastar Jeremy Camp. I'm supposed to be with her. I can't explain it. I just know that. Jeremy's hope and faith are put to the test when tragedy strikes. You're going to be healed. What if I'm not supposed to be healed? I Still Believe is an incredible story of musical stardom, the heights of love, the depths of loss, and the healing power of the human spirit. One love can change your life. You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. Witness the true story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Starring K.J. Appa, Britt Robertson, Gary Sinise, and Shania Twain. Own I Still Believe on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital now from Lionsgate at Watch. SalemMedia.com. That's WatchSalemMedia.com. Welcome back. AM 12A, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment on the broadcast. And joined by our uh, technology wonk, D. Greg Scott. Check out his fine website, dgregscott.com, for all things, uh, well, all things D. Greg Scott, of course. Uh, his books, uh, his bio, he uh, blogs uh, regularly. So definitely uh, find out everything you need to know from that. Uh, you know, Greg, we talked about the uh, contact tracing apps in the, uh, in the last mm-hmm. segment. And again, I advise people to go to their go to your blog. It contains some great information, great links on what more they could find out about it. But also, Greg, you're Thanks. you're... You're a citizen of the Twin Cities, and they uh, lived here for a long, long time. And obviously, you're not immune to what is going on around our area. And we alluded to it a little bit when we brought you on mm-hmm. the phone. Um, kind of give us your general thoughts on everything that has gone on with the uh, the tragic killing of, uh, of George Floyd at the hands of Minneapolis police and uh, what has ensued in the aftermath. Oh, boy. Thanks for giving me a chance to talk about it. It's a, you know, it's a, it's, to talk for me to talk about stuff like that on the radio it's a it's a super privilege because i don't have any special qualifications i i know a lot about technology i'm 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 in the same boat as everybody else with 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 this other stuff but i'll I'll tell you on thursday I, i i i saw snippets of the of that awful video on tuesday and wednesday but life got busy and i didn't pay much attention to it on thursday I, I paid more attention to it, and I was in the middle of a work meeting, and I broke down and bawled in front of mm. <laughs> in front of all my all the people and all people at work and stuff. I, I I I don't personally know anybody that was involved in any of those incidents, but it it, it just hit me. I and I've been trying to trying to use I left brains or right brains. I forget which side of the brain is analytic, but I've been trying to use my analytic side of my brain to analyze why I broke down and bawled and, and um, I haven't figured it out yet, but I, I, I can't. Other than the fact that you're a human being with a heart and flesh and blood, Greg Scott, I think that'd probably be the best explanation. <laughs> well, that, that might, yeah, that might, that might be it. And, and then, you know, I, I would, I would, I, I, I might carry a sign and go protest myself for, for stuff like that. And I, I sure. saw some, I saw a note about some protests in Fargo and that that about made me break down and cry too, but on on a, a good in a good way. There was a bunch of people protesting in Fargo, and the Fargo police lined up to protect their station. They're all dressed in riot gear. So there's a line of police officers and a line of people protesting. After a while, they got to talking to each other. A little while after that, they started shaking hands, and a while after that, they started fist bumping and then and then uh, smiling and um, sharing and 
<clears throat> the face shields came off and they just they just started talking and had a dialogue and i mean it was a good dialogue it was like friends getting together with but hundreds of people and that that um that made me get real emotional too when i saw that when i i was talking to some police officers here in egan yesterday i i just i went up to the walmart closed and i went up to take pictures of the empty walmart parking lot yeah. And one of the police officers I talked to told me that there's people from out of town driving cars with the license plates taken off. And, and he yep. told me about a car chase where they somebody tried to – somebody went after a mall and they chased them back away. There's – we – we cannot this actually this actually turns into a technology thing too because these guys use technology to coordinate these these bad actors from out of town use technology to coordinate what they're going to do and to coordinate yep. the disruptions they want to do and mm-hmm. and to take advantage of 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 this horrible situation to make it even worse and you know if 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 outsiders can turn us against each other and make us make us kill each other, well, then they don't have to invade. They can just let us do it to ourselves. Sure. We and we got to be smarter than that. And that's that's black, black, white, yellow, red, and purple with pink polka dots. And and we we we're all Americans. We're all we're all Americans. And we cannot let we can't let we can't let outsiders destroy what so many people have worked so hard to build and we have a great life here it's worth preserving so do do protest a police do protest that murder but do not do not destroy businesses and destroy people's lives because of that there's just there's just no sense in it no matter how mad right. you get you're, you're hurting the wrong people that's right. already we talk, been said a whole lot better yeah than we talked to couple of journalists on here and they and they basically said that same thing look there were very peaceful protests predominantly the black lives matter very peaceful protests they make there's they're militantly peaceful for that reason and then they go home when the sun starts to set but then it's the other elements that come out and those are rioters and looters there's a distinction there's protesters and there's rioters and looters and nbc uh, tried uh, vigilantly to avoid using the term rioters. Well, no, there were some legitimate rioters, and then there were protesters. Oh, Draw that distinction. No kidding. That's very important. So, Greg, um, unfortunately, we're out of time. Gosh, wish wish we could add a few more segments, but you know you're always welcome to come back when you have some fascinating cool. stuff to talk about. We'll catch up again in the future. Appreciate Thanks. the time, sir. Thanks. You betcha. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it some more. Thanks for having me on, man. And, and, and you know, read Bullseye Breach and read Virus Bomb. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Appreciate the time, sir. DGregScott.com is where you can find his work. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Turn off. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot, with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, EVRcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Midwest Fence is the type of fence company your brother, your uncle, your cousin, or your neighbor would recommend because they too went with them for their fence and figured out pretty quickly Midwest was the obvious choice. Not only were the costs kept low because Midwest Fence is the largest fence company in the state and thus buys in bulk and passes the savings on to you, but just the fact that this company has vastly more experience with fences than anyone else gives a person 
person a certain peace of mind. Folks, they've been at this since Truman was president. Driving down the road in Minnesota, you see the handiwork of Midwest fence all around you. And those people who went with Midwest will tell you it was hardly a difficult decision. You won't find a greater variety of design options, nor more down-to-earth people ready to work with you. Midwest Fence, the ones your neighbors recommend. Learn more at MidwestFence.com. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 The Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Join the Freedom Fan Club this month and you could win a copy of our Regnery Book of the Month, History's Nine Most Insane Rulers by author Scott Rank. Sign up today by visiting am1280thepatriot.com. AM 